This is Rowena from Pretty Creative, and my drink of choice is an ice-cold white wine. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Work-life wine time always promotes the responsible drinking of alcohol and wishes to let you know the views and ideas expressed in these podcasts are totally awesome. Upon listening to this podcast, you've made a remarkable business decision. Spoken by Gemma Limachisi of Workwife Wine Time Australia. Hello, ladies, and welcome to our next episode of Workwife Wine Time. Today here, you have with you me, Gemma. And our special guest, I'm ever so excited to connect you with, is the amazing Rachel Barton, who I will hand over to you, Rachel, and please introduce yourself. First of all, thanks very much, Jem, for inviting me on. It's a pleasure to be here today and talking about my favourite topic. Um, So a little bit about me, I am a HR consultant and communications person or expert, um, might say, and my background has always allowed me to be working in or around LinkedIn. So from both a individual perspective and a corporate perspective, my life has been LinkedIn for over a decade. So uh, that is really my passion and, um, and a little bit about my sort of work journey so far. Wonderful. That's amazing. So tell me more about how LinkedIn has been around for over a decade, because it seems as though it's such a new concept in the social media world. So what's that about? I suppose the way I see LinkedIn is a little bit differently to many. Um, I see it a bit more than an online resume. And I, I look for how it can help either an individual um, or a business and and sort of the what's in it for me. I don't believe in doing things just because other people say you should. And I think that there's a big idea that, oh, if you're in the professional world, you have to have a LinkedIn profile, but most people really don't understand why. And um, they think it's just kind of like one of those things that your mum told you to do, but don't really understand why she's saying it. So, I see it as something that can benefit individuals um, and I see it more of as an ecosystem really, like an interconnecting system that has the capacity to act like a bit of an engine to either, to, to help you meet your goals. So whatever those goals might be, you can really automate, create a bit of a system in you more of what you're after. Amazing. Um, and Tell us a bit more, what what brought you into this industry? (laughs) Well, it was a bit of luck, really. You know, as a a young child, you don't sort of sit there and think, oh, I'm going to grow up to be a human resources person and and, um, work in communications because you don't really know what those things are. (laughs) I suppose what's, what's happened, as happens with many people, is I haven't picked up by now. I like to talk. I'm a communicator and I really enjoy people. So those two things feed very well into the industry and and field that I've landed in. And because I've enjoyed it so much, I've stayed here. And that passion has sort of kept me 
going and doing what I love. So the HR side is all about learning how to get everyone to play nice at work so um, we can all get to our uh, organisational goals. And uh, the communication side is about making sure that we communicate internally and externally with people to get to our goals. So really the similar sorts of things and all about people. So that's how I landed here, sort of a bit by, um, a bit by chance, but I stayed because of love. Wonderful. I think that's a real running um, theme here at Work Life One Time that we love what we do, um, which is really our, our, as much as I hate the word passion, but passion to keep us going in our, in our businesses and, and thriving. So that's, that's wonderful. Um, so then what brought you to work for yourself? Yeah, well, I suppose I, it was circumstance. So mm. I found myself quite late in life um, with two very little children, uh, a newborn baby and a toddler. And I was living remotely. So what I do, you know, HR training um, and communications tends to be a role that falls within a large corporate. Large corporates don't tend to base themselves out in the country. So I needed to work out a solution. I wanted to work. I had information to share with the world and I had um, a passion, but there was just nowhere to work uh, in terms of physically work. So. I thought, what can I do here? I can set up my own gig. So I've done it for a lot of other people. I've run businesses in the past for large corporations, for smaller businesses, run teams. So I thought, okay, I'll, I, um, I've got some skills and some capacity here to, to be able to do this. You know, my background in terms of my qualifications are a Bachelor of Commerce, which is essentially business, and an MBA, which is definitely business. So I sort of been trained how to run a business. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll do it. I'll set it up and, um, and off we go. And that brought me to, to where we are today. Amazing. Love it. Okay, so let, let's dive into the world of LinkedIn because I know many business owners look at it as a big, scary you know, unsexy social media to say. Um, we tend to always stick to the Facebook and the Instagram, especially depending on, you know, your type of business. Um, so, so tell us, Rach, what is LinkedIn really about? Well, I suppose if you look at it as four moving parts, and this is my model, um, nothing that I've sort of pulled out of a book or, or sort of paraphrasing from other people, this is the way I see it, having worked in it for so long. I see there's four parts. So you've got your profile, which we all identify with, which we all understand. Okay, LinkedIn is our profile, kind of like an online resume, and I hate that term, but that's what most people think it is. And I just need to fill that in. And then they ignore the other three parts of the ecosystem and then wonder why it's not getting any results for them. So it's kind of like, you know, a car. If you've got one wheel and uh, the other three are missing, you're not going anywhere. So you've got to make sure that everything's working together and it's, and it's there. So you've got to have a profile, yes, but you've also got to have a network and that network needs to be handpicked by you. So the thing with networking is that you don't need to know them up front. I mean, take you and I, for example, 
we didn't know each other before we started working with each other. The mm -hmm. reason we started to work with each other was our shared passion. The way we found each other was LinkedIn and social media. So, I mean, people who are afraid of networking and afraid of, of being connected with people who they don't know yet are really missing out on opportunities and they're cutting their nose off despite their face. So that network piece is critical. And then you've got your social proof. So like no other form of, I suppose, channel or digital platform, LinkedIn gives people the ability to get proof that they can do what they can do from society. In olden days, I suppose this might come from word of mouth mm. <laughs> or, um, you know, like a, my mum says that that particular hairdresser is really good, so I'll go there. But, um, but LinkedIn is all about people that are in your field, in your industry or potentially more senior than you saying that you're good at what you're saying you're good at. So mm. that is really powerful and that's what I call social proof. It's a term, it's a bit, you know, marketing term, but that social proof is how people buy. It's how people learn, earn trust. It's how people start to believe in you. Now, if you're a complete stranger and nobody knows anything about you, people sometimes take to blogs to, to hear what other people are saying before you buy something. Say you're buying a computer. You might do a bit of research on what other people say about that particular computer. Is it good to buy? Is there any issues? Is it, you know, what, what, what is it all about? So if you take that analogy and plug it into LinkedIn, that's your opportunity. What do you want to be known for? This feeds into the last piece, your personal brand. What do you want to be known for? What's your unique brand? What are you good at that only you are good at? Again, LinkedIn is a wonderful platform to present that because no other social media platform allows you to show everything about you, work life and personal life in one little showcase. Mm. You've got other social media platforms that tend to be more about your personal life, so your personal personal brand, mm -hmm. whereas LinkedIn is more about your professional personal brand. And I'm a big believer in putting a little bit of yourself in there as well. I mean, for my example, my headline has got that I'm a loving mum because that is a big part of my personal brand. If if that sort of doesn't float your boat and you're not into the sort of family scene and, and that um, and talk about that and, and, and um, an interest in that does not align with you, then I want you to know that that's probably going to mean that we're not going to align in terms of a, a belief system. So, um, you know, we, we're probably not going to be a good customer business uh, relationship. But on the flip side, there are plenty of people out there that are aligned to the same value. So they know when I deal with Rachel, she's going to be appreciative or understanding if I, you know, have to stop our meeting halfway through because my child's just vomited all over the floor, that kind of thing. So it's just about showing a little bit of view. So those four pieces, how I see LinkedIn, and that's sort of how I see it working with each other to get success. Amazing. Well, 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 there you go. So it's it's like an ecosystem with four parts or pieces of the puzzle that put it all together. And I love that the personal branding on LinkedIn is still so important because a personal brand in, in general is so important to your business and it, it should flow through on all platforms, all social medias, anything that you're you're on. 
it should all be consistent. So uh, I love that you're saying LinkedIn still has that personal brand needed there, whereas I think a, a lot of people are scared of the platform because it's so businessy and so scary in that way. But yeah, it's, it's it's the it's, yeah it, it's really important to still be personalised on it. Definitely. And I think that you, what you've just touched on there is what I call the fear. So a lot of people have been brought up in a, in a time, me included, where you kind of had to put on a different hat to go to work. You, you had to be this certain person, you know, wearing these certain clothes, speaking this certain type of language, um, you know, behaving in this certain way, almost bowing and scraping to your manager, making sure that you're a good employee and, um, and presenting a good uh, corporate image that the company was, you know, you're the, a company man or a company woman and, and you do whatever the company wants you to do. Well, life's changed. It's not all about them now. It's, it's a two-way stream. So, you know, that's where communication comes in. It's communications are not, one, not a one-way street. It's two-way street. And so it's personal branding. So we no longer have to work for companies that treat us like um, minions. <laughs> There's no other <laughs> word for it. So, you know, you, you choose the company that, that treats you the way you treat them. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a mutually beneficial relationship. And, and in those relationships, I see from a HR perspective, amazing efficiency and output. So people are very very clever we're, we're all designed to have to be very good at a number of things we're not very good at everything but if we find the area that we are good at and we invest all of our passion and love and time into that area we can do amazing things so showing your personal brand to the world is a way of showing all the people out there that are looking for employees or looking for network um, members hey, this is what I'm all about. So then if they're looking for someone like that, they can reach out, they can connect with you, not just to give you a new job, but to mentor you, to work with you, like you and I are, Jim, like in a collaboration. It's about more than that. We've got more opportunities available to us today. And it's all through LinkedIn that it can be possible. I, lo I love that because it's, I, I think many female business owners now have all come from that background of either say government or corporate or, you know, working for the man, as we all say, where we've had to be someone else. And as much as we did love our jobs and we did flourish at what we did, there was a certain point where we would sort of be stuck because we couldn't be who we were because we had to be those minions you know, and it's, it's just so important mm -hmm. to all of us now with our personal brand that we can actually be ourselves, and, and it's about collaboration. Whereas corporate especially is just so, there's such an emphasis on competition, you know, regimented. Um, yeah. Whereas it's, it's just so amazing to have this collaboration now with, with you and with with many other people and, and I mean we met through LinkedIn slash social media you know it's it's just it's a great space to be in like, absolutely if it, it's about seeing opportunities it's a, back to that analogy of the glass is half full it's not half empty so if you see LinkedIn as a way that you can connect with the global population 
to align with people that are like you, then it's an exciting tool. It's an exciting platform. If you see it as something that you've got to do because someone once in career counselling told you you have to, you're not going to pay any attention to it at all. So it just depends on the way you see it and and if you're really serious about, about using it. So from a business perspective, LinkedIn is a encyclopedia of clients. It's a business directory giving you access to every client you will ever need. All their business details are there, their contact details are there, all their network is attached to them. If you use it like that, I mean, it's like 20 steps beyond yellow pages used to be. That's where I started my first business, out of the yellow pages, literally going through finding potential clients. So if you're a business person, stop and think about LinkedIn in a different way. How do you do your sales? How do you get your leads? How do you get your customers? Start thinking about LinkedIn. Amazing. I love that. It's like the the new and improved yellow pages. <laughs> it's just, so people see it as, oh, you know, I, I'm not looking for a job. I don't get on LinkedIn. Well, why would you only look at it for that one thing? It's a source of information. It's like when you're looking at the internet, you say, oh, I don't use the internet because, you know, I'm not looking for whatever one little segment Google might give you. But of course you use Google. You use Google for anything. You don't mm -hmm. just see it as a, a search tool for TV shows, for example. You can search anything there. So same with LinkedIn. Open your mind. Amazing. So all in all, what, what it can do for your business is it's, it gives you a client list. It, 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 you can all even use it to, to run your whole business. You, you can use it for putting out new products or services. Um, exactly. Yeah. And LinkedIn have cottoned onto this. So they've, over the years, they've adjusted their product and developed their product. So it's, it's, it's evolved and they've got all sorts of new premium products, which means you've got to pay for them, that help you run your business using LinkedIn. Things like Sales Navigator, LinkedIn Sales Navigator. If you're a business owner and you're interested in finding new customers and new business leads, Google LinkedIn Sales Navigator, see what comes up. You'll be very interested to see how powerful LinkedIn is as an actual sales tool. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I, I, I love it. It's like a, the new world of sales, right? <laughs> it is. And it, and you don't need to pay for it. You don't need to get a premium product. It's a free system. So okay. if you're starting out, if you're a start, startup business, I know expenses are the killer. I've run lots of businesses and I know that cash flow is the problem when you're mm. a small, you know, one or two person show. So Look at all the things that you can get out of it, all the benefits you can get out of it for the cost. Very simple cost-benefit analysis there. Look at what you're dealing with and it becomes a bit of a no-brainer. So your personal brand is the reason people will connect with you and your LinkedIn profile is what they look at before they decide if they want to connect with you. So if you get those parts right and then you use it to network at the same time as building your social proof, so your four parts of the ecosystem, You'll, it, it will turn into a sales engine for your business. So it's very, it's very interesting when people start to realise that. And, um, and clients that I've got come back to me and tell me about, oh, my gosh, Rachel, I've, I've now just landed this project and that project and that project all through LinkedIn. And I 
I love to smile and say I told you so because it's um, something that I've I've used over and over again to build my business. Amazing. Um, so let's just go a little bit further there into that understanding of of your personal brand and and it's it's important because it's like you said earlier it's it's part of the ecosystem and it's one of one of the four parts um so it's i guess we understand how important that that is but i guess how um how do you use it with more so with linkedin and and maybe the importance of improving like my LinkedIn skills, for example, like how would I tie those in? Yeah, well, I suppose with you, if you start with yourself, so the, mm -hmm. the way I always sort of train is let's start with your LinkedIn profile itself mm -hmm. and make sure that that's populated. Mm -hmm. To improve your LinkedIn skills, there are so many resources online. You can get a LinkedIn coach, someone like myself, or you can get on LinkedIn and look at the help topics. But the bottom line is, the first thing you've got to do is make sure that when you're looking at your LinkedIn profile, there's no white spaces. Fill it in. Sounds very simple, but most people don't do this. And what they're missing out on here, and you, this is a big space that you taught me about, Gemma, is that they're missing out on SEO, on, on the sheer optimization that LinkedIn can offer by just populating your profile for some keywords. So if you're a person that sells soap, you want the word soap through your profile as many times as you possibly can. Because when someone searches for soap on LinkedIn, you want your profile to come up first. So it's just, if you get some simple structures, so finding the keywords that you want all the way through your LinkedIn profile and filling it in for that, then the, the impact that that will have is huge. If you want to do lots of research and, un and understand LinkedIn more. There is heaps of resources on the, on the net. I mean, it's, it's, it's a wealth of knowledge. So there's a lot of stuff on YouTube and really it's just about getting in and, and, and doing it. People are afraid of, of doing it wrong. Well, guess what? There's no wrong way or right way because the way you use your LinkedIn, as long as it's aligned to you, you're doing it right. No one's right on LinkedIn and no one's wrong. There's a lot of people that try and tell you that they are, but if what you're writing and what you're doing aligns with your personal brand, you're doing it right. So don't be afraid. If you want to put a picture up there with you with a, a mohawk that's dyed orange, blue and yellow, if that's what you're all about and aligns to what you're selling, you go for it. I love it. Amazing. So what, what about um, a, a couple of, key takeaways for the ladies today? Well, the key takeaways are, if you're going to spend some time on your LinkedIn profile, there's some three, there's three areas of your profile that are the most important, the highest optimized areas. So make sure you've got a headline, make sure you've got summary, and make sure you've got some recommendations. Make sure those areas are populated first. The next part is, don't be afraid to make connections with people that you don't know. That's one of the biggest mistakes I see. And reach out and ask. If you are unsure about something and you wanna ask someone, people on LinkedIn like connecting and like engagement. So 
if you're unsure about something and you can see someone that's quite good at that and you you want to know how they do it reach out and ask them put a comment on their page or send them an email it's it's expected and it's accepted so so don't be afraid and just get started is the last thing and probably the most important thing don't wait and be afraid you'll find that once you get started it's not that hard everyone's learning as they go anyway because it's changing at such light speed so you can do it just get in there and have a try love that and uh, I'm, I'm thinking as well so earlier we spoke about how we met through social media um mm -hmm. and maybe we can sort of talk about how our work life collaboration sort of began um or evolve because i i remember mm -hmm. once we were meant to have a meeting and you rang me just i answered the phone and you were silent and then you just burst into tears and that's true you just needed to vent to speak to someone that that day you know and and we mm -hmm. at work wife wine time we want everyone to remember that that's okay it's, it's okay yeah. burst into tears and call someone and, and just be like help I need to talk I need to do this because it, it just happens and for you it was a personal thing it wasn't even business but that importance of, of having that connection there just mm. really really helps yeah and I think that in the professional world we all have this crazy idea that we need to be perfect and as yeah, as parents and as mums and as business professionals, we get worried about the, the view of us if we show weakness or if we cry or if we show that we're vulnerable. And the reality is we're all people, we're all vulnerable. And whether we show it or not, it still exists. So I think that having a network of people that you can trust to share things with is really, really valuable when you're, when you're um, running your own business, because in larger businesses, you've got all sorts of support services to help you if things are going wrong or if you're having difficult times. But when you're running your own business, you don't have that. And, you know, sometimes you don't have the structure in your personal life either to, to vent. So I think work wife, wine time is, is like really important little, platform where we can support each other and just be real i mean it's not about getting out of bed with a full face of makeup having our hair done beautifully and stepping out the door like we look like a million dollars 24 7. i mean you know we can get out of bed in tracksuit pants and you know be, be exhausted and no makeup and hair in a ponytail and and that's okay because that's reality yeah it is that is okay <laughs> and we love it and we've also obviously like you taught me a lot about LinkedIn and and we collaborated and put out videos and things about SEO and marketing and that was great and helped build both our brands um, yeah so it's been really really awesome yeah I've really enjoyed it too and finally one let's let's give the ladies one one key point for today okay so I suppose a key point for me is that LinkedIn can be 
your friend or your foe. It's your choice. You've got to make the decision first uh, whether you want to actually use it, whether you like using it or whether you hate it. So once you make that decision, then you know where it's a chore. It's never going to be helpful to you. But if you try and flip your thinking on its head and see it as an opportunity, it'll be very interesting where it ends up. Amazing. Love it. So finally, tell, tell us, where can our listeners find you, Rachel? LinkedIn, of course. <laughs> so you'll be able to find me by just searching my name, Rachel Barton, and um, just reach out, connect with me, and just drop in the connection request you heard about me on this podcast, and I'd love to connect. And if you've got any questions, then pop them through. I'm all about collaboration, and I'm all about you know helping mutually beneficial relationships. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Rach. It's been awesome. Thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed this. This is one of my favourite topics in the world. So thanks very much for listening to me and giving me an opportunity to talk to you all about it. Oh, wonderful. I can just, I can just see your face light up and, and your smile. When, when you just say the word LinkedIn, you, you just light up. You're like, yes, I want to tell you all of the things that's it you know me well by now so I hope you guys have got some something out of this and if you've got any questions as I say ping me on LinkedIn I'll be there and um and we can talk further amazing so that is a wrap of this week's episode ladies and as always to all our kick-ass women and fellow work wives remember you're not alone because collaboration is power and most importantly, remember, we all get it. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.